Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We had to know more. Y'all seen the beauty? We're just elevating. It's a fun ride sometimes, but sometimes it goes off the rails. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Dumpster fire. Lord. Oh, this is freaking ridiculous. Oh, we're still doing a show here, guys. <laughs> we ordered up Graziano with extra snark today. And then we got Gumby sitting in the middle. <laughs> well, I tell you, boy, black on black crime. <laughs> we're making TV here. <laughs> Snoop and Sal, that should be a get-up segment. No, 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 no. No. Who's hungry? This is electric. Look at the physicality. Ah, get some. Get some. Bam. <laughs> I just want to get in on this great mud thing. Let me get in, Jay Will. I ain't having it. That was not what I saw happening here. I said that. That's not. <laughs> Mama. Call for you, Mama. I'm talking about the NBA. We're going to check with Greeny before we do these things. Smash the losing team. Oh, oh. Oh, you got me? Well, you better bring it, then. believe what he witnessed. <laughs> None of us could. <laughs> Crazy week live above the Heineken River deck at Pier uh. 17. Ryan Clark joins us here as we roll through it. Last night about as consequential an injury as the NFL could possibly have seen. Game of the night. That's Joe Burrow. His Bengals visiting Lamar Jackson in a critical matchup in the division on Thursday night football. And it starts badly immediately. Mark Andrews, Bart. Yeah, you hate to see this, right? A great player getting hurt in primetime game. They have to legislate this type of tackle out of the game. Roy Williams, similar tackle, ruined T.O. and my teammate. Musa Smith. John Harbaugh says it looks like a season-ending injury for Andrews. Meanwhile, Gus Edwards takes it in. His ninth touchdown of the year, 7-0 Ravens. Now, second quarter, 7-3 in favor of the Ravens. Here's the moment we're talking about. The touchdown to Joe Mixon is all well and good, but that's not the story. Watch Burrow's hand. Yeah, this is concern, right? We saw the brace coming off of the uh, for the airport when they landed. They said it was nothing to see here. This is a big story and could cost them their playoff hopes. Well, you see him there. He can't even grip it. He can't hold it. The pain he can see in he his knows. face. He knows it. Off to the tunnel he goes. He would not return. Now, next Ravens drive. How does this happen? Better lucky than good. I tell you what, Nelson Aguilar right here, you know, Johnny on the spot, taking advantage of a tip ball. This is a huge play to help the Ravens create a little separation. And then he does the Tannenbaum flip into the end zone. I'm told Mike T does that move all the time. Yeah, when he's trying to catch a punt. (laughs) In favor of the Ravens. Then, you know who had a really good night and is starting to come on is OBJ. Yes, his first 100-yard game since coming back from the knee injury. He looks sudden. Um, and listen, they need him now, especially with Mark Andrews if he's out for the season. And they also need Rashad Bateman, the former number one pick or top uh, first yeah, yeah. pick in the first round draft pick. And you love this for Lamar Jackson. They had two spies for Lamar Jackson who creates one-on-one on the backside, hurting teams with his arm, not his leg. 21-10 Ravens. Joe Burrow can only watch. His backup is Jake Browning down two touchdowns 
in the fourth quarter. Browning had some decent moments in this game, but the pass rush gets to him here. Bengals forced to punt it away, and then it's going to be Odell coming back the other way. He had four catches for 116 yards, but this one a little scary. Yeah, they've been trying to hit him on some deep pass early in the game. They hadn't been able to get success, but right here, Logan Wilson coming over the top. Odell Beckham's re- reversing the field right here, and you get concerned with going for the tomahawk chop, which is what's something we practice, but landing on that shoulder, you worry about the AC joint, potentially that clavicle green. You see that he's in pain. That's something they certainly can't afford. Gus Edwards, meanwhile, then scores his second touchdown into the night, and in the end, the numbers add up to this. Baltimore more 34, Cincinnati 20, but you can see the body language of Burrow there. You can see sort of read his lips of what he's whispering into the ear of Lamar Jackson. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't look good. We've been on it all morning long, and we are delighted that RC can jump in with us here for this hour. Ryan Clark, Joe Burrow goes down. We're awaiting an MRI. What do we say this morning? That it's over if he misses significant time. This is a team that had to go on a run. This is a team that was trying to rebound from being 0-2 in, in the division to start the season. And you have Joe Burrow, who many people feel is the second-best quarterback in all of the world. He's what drives this offense. He's what controls the pace for this entire team. We saw what it looked like when he was healthy against San Francisco and then back at home again. And for now, Joe Burrow to be gone, if he's not able to play, you can cancel Christmas. You can cancel Thanksgiving as well. He is too good of a player. He means too much to this team. And this team has dug too deep of a hole to not have Joe Burrow present. And if he's not present, think about some of these other teams that will benefit from the Cincinnati Bengals not being at full strength on top of them already being back because of the losses early on in the season. Yeah, and devastating here. Do you feel the same way? Are the Bengals with these losses? Burrow, that looked bad. But mention what you were saying, by the way, as we can show the the video again of him when he's injured and all that kind of stuff. He can't even grip the football. Right, he can't grip the football. And and me and Ryan, you know, being hitters, you know, when we play, have gotten stingers and nerve damage, right? It's it's not a pain tolerance thing. See, Joe Burrow can push through the pain tolerance with the calf, but you talk about trying to squeeze a football, that's more nerve. And if you can't grip a football, then he can't play. And it's not something that he can tough himself through. You know, it's just something they hope that, you know, maybe they can get that nerve to settle down but this is concerning. And even with Joe Burrow, if we look at their schedule, and right here you see the, the brace, and who knows if he was injured well before, when it happened, was it last game, was it in practice? But, you know, it's, it's a major concern, and their playoff hopes rest on his health and that risk. Yeah, I totally disagree, guys, and I think context here is really important. First of all, Joe Burrow, I think the injury is serious because you could just tell by what he said to Lamar Jackson. But – Right now, the sixth seed in the AFC, their starting quarterback is Dorian Thompson-Robinson. That's the Cleveland Browns. Okay. And then you look at Aiden O'Connell with the Raiders. Mm-hmm. You look at Gardner Minshew with the Colts. I'm not saying the Bengals are going to go on a big roll, but I'm, what I am saying is, Greeny, they could possibly win eight games, maybe even nine, and the seventh seed and maybe even the sixth seed in the AFC will be an eight- or nine-win team. So I don't think it's likely, but I think there is a path I, for the I, Bengals here. I forgot, Greeny. Who's the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals if Joe Burrow's not there? Jake Browning. Oh, how many throws does he have Jake as a Browning. Very few. So, but they they're really good ones. Night. I mean, come on. Like, he's going to be on the scouting report. They, listen, the Ravens didn't even know what the hell this dude do. They're like, oh, he's athletic. Oh, he can roll out. Now that information is there, it's really going to double down. But, but Aiden O'Connell and Dorian Thompson Robinson are rookies. That's my Bro, point. The AFC is watered they ha- down. They have the hardest remaining schedule in football. It was going to be tough sledding with Joe Burrow. And with that loss last night, they can't recover this if they don't have yeah. a healthy Joe Burrow. It's barbecue chicken. It's a wrap. 
Warm the fat the lady The thing up. is, Carl hey, Ruben Stutter. It's over. <laughs> hey, guys. Go ahead, RC. <laughs> hey, we also have to realize this team couldn't win with a diminished Joe Burrow. Right. right. It's not just about the fact that they're now playing with Jake Browning. It's that what Joe Burrow does for this team, it has been built around. It's the reason that you have Jamar Chase. It's the reason that you have T. Higgins, who wasn't available last night. They need their full complement of players. And when you look at the difference it makes in this defense, they think about game one and two. What Lou Anarumo and this defense looked like. They weren't attacking. They were on their heels. And now you have a Jake Browning at the quarterback position. Lou Anarumo is going to be searching for plays, right? Searching for ways to get offenses off of the field so Jake Browning can have more opportunities. Does this team turn to Joe Mixon? When you build a team around one player, the way the Cincinnati Bengals should, the way anybody should, when you have a transcendent talent or someone who plays the quarterback position above an elite level, you lose him and you lose everything. Right. There's, there's only so many Joshua Dobbs in the world that can replace Kirk Cousins. That's just not normal. That's not how things work. And for the Cincinnati Bengals, you have to hope that Joe Burrow's back sooner than later because if he isn't, the $275 million or whatever you put into him, yeah. you're going to see how worth it it is because he will, you will not be the same team. There's another part of this story here that I think is increasingly significant in the world in which we live today and the role that gambling plays in the culture. Oh, and, Dan, I'll turn it to you for the story here. Let's put that video back up, Cindy, that you saw a moment ago there. This was Joe Burrow when his team arrived mm -hmm. in Baltimore, and you can see that he was already wearing some sort of a device there right. on that right hand. It's worth mentioning he was not on the injury report this week. So, Dan, that feels important here. And, and, and it feels important to the NFL as well. Moments ago, our Adam Schefter reporting that the NFL uh, will look into this and try and, and, and see if the Bengals did do anything to skirt the injury reporting guidelines that the league has in place for the reason that you discussed. So he was not on the injury report all week. If you are not limited in practice, right, and, and if the and the injury that you don't have to be necessarily on the injury report, but it's tricky because the Bengals didn't really have actual practices this week. It's a short week with a Thursday game. There were walkthroughs and the injury report was an estimation. So the league can't go in and, and review practice video to see if he was really taking uh, the reps he was supposed to take or not. The question is, did he have an injury? When did he pick it up? If it was before the game and it was something that might possibly limit him in the game, were they obligated to report it? And if so, then they could face a fine. I agree. As you know, you mentioned because of gambling, the league wants you to err on the side of disclosure. We yeah. saw Kansas City, for example, add Patrick Mahomes' no. illness, knowing he was going to play, mm -hmm. but that's what the league wants you to do. Right. So it's not just a question of whether the player will play or not, but right. whether the player, in this case, may have had a, a yeah. pre-existing injury that could rear its ugly head. And, find out. and we don't know for sure that <laughs> right. that's the reason that right. he got hurt in this game one way or the other. E either way, it's a brutal story. Yeah. I, I don't know what type of golden horseshoe Mike Tomlin has. Oh, Dude. But I tell <laughs> I mean, you what, I'm so glad anybody you be more that. lucky than the Pittsburgh Steelers? Going to play Jake Browning on, on hey, after hey, this. Dorian they Thompson gonna, Robinson this week. Guess what? Right. Hey, they they, they hey will find their way to the playoffs. It's not luck. Hey, it it's true. not luck. It's blessings. You understand? <laughs> luck is something that we made up. Blessings come their from way up above. To the playoffs. Guys, I mean, we practice at a Catholic school for training camp. <laughs> we are at St. Vincent's College. I'm going to get into we all that. I'm going to get to the Steelers in a minute. I have to ask R.C. one more question, though, because we will sit here, we'll talk about the injury to Burrow, as we should. It's a devastating injury, and it may mean the end of the Bengals' season. In the meantime, let's talk about Mark Andrews. 
The Baltimore Ravens lead that 30, division. Yes. They're 8-3. and three. They, they right now look like they may have a shot at the one seed in the AFC. This could be the year for Lamar Jackson and company to finally take that next step. This guy has been his security blanket literally his entire yes. career. They came in together. RC, the expectation is that he's done for the season. How do you assess the impact of that on this Ravens team? I believe this is huge. I believe this is huge on money downs, huge on third down, huge in the red zone, two minute. Lamar Jackson has such a comfort with Mark Andrews, and he's one of those tight ends that can take the short pass and add run after the catch. He catches the tough 50-50 balls. And so you take him away from this offense, they're now totally different. You know, during the highlights, you guys also mentioned that Odell Beckham Jr. is starting to look like Odell Beckham Jr. You saw the slant to the house against Cleveland over 100 yards last night. Part of that is also that Mark Andrews can make some plays and take up some of the middle of the field. And so now maybe they turn to him if he's healthy. There's so much that this team has to change without Mark Andrews. And listen, I love Isaiah Likely. I believe he's a talented player. There was a primetime game last year where he played Mm -hmm. extremely well. But he is not Mark Andrews. He doesn't understand quarterback Lamar Jackson like Mark Andrews does. And he hasn't had to be big on the money downs like we've seen Mark Andrews B throughout his career. This is a huge loss for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, been, yeah really you, quick. You can't replace Mark Andrews with one player. Likely will give you the receiving aspect, but not the blocking. Right. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised they go out and maybe call a guy off the bench like uh, Mercedes Lewis, somebody that can go in there and be that guy that can help them run the ball. Well, it's, it's always been sort of a black and blue division, and last night it certainly lived up. Burrow down. We'll see when he gets up. Mark Andrews down. It doesn't appear he will at all this year. And then, as you mentioned, Mike Tomlin's team might wind up being Can't the biggest it, beneficiary of all of it. Sneaky news about the Steelers that couldn't possibly be bigger, plus digs and damage control. Did you hear what Stefan had to say about his brother's tweets? We have to get to the bottom of this because it will decide one team's future. Don't miss it. Football Friday. Get up on ESPN. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. 
Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. Time to play our next game. It's called What Are the Chances? Mike T., what are the chances Carolina upsets the Cowboys? You know, Greeny, based on my proprietary algorithm, it's 0.82%. Feels <laughs> <laughs> <Like> high. <laughs> hey, right now, I don't think there's a better quarterback in the NFL than Dak Prescott, the way he's playing. This team is rolling on both sides of the ball. The Carolina Panthers' offense is moribund at best. Horrible. So I just don't think Carolina can score with them, defend them. I think this is complete domination. Uh, I don't see any way yeah. Carolina can win. They're not even moribund. They're less abund. Uh, <laughs> Bart, let's go to Chicago. What are the chances the Bears upset the Lions? Listen, zero. Listen, this is the first time in a long time. <laughs> that they, they understand that. They understand that the assignment is to get the first overall pick, and they're going to be rooting for the Panthers to play like they play too. You talk about, you know, Jared Goff. He may be playing the best quarterback in all of football, and this Lions team is fighting for the number one seed depending on what happens to Philadelphia. This is the first time in a long time my dad will not be having acid reflux and indigestion <laughs> during Turkey Day because he's going to finally enjoy a Lions win for the first time in 30 years. What Dota, Bart's dad. Finally, Agraz, what are the chances the Steelers are outgained by the Browns? Outgained by the Browns? Yes. Well, I'd say 51% because the question I got, Steelers, are they going to outgain the Browns? And I said 49. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, I got no idea. Okay. Right? (laughs) Like, like, the Steelers should be outgained by everyone, and so far they have been, and the Browns' defense is elite, so I I think it's, I, I said, there you go. That's the question I got in my email. Yes. And that's fair. So the bottom line of it is the Steelers don't outgain anybody, but they still always seem to win. And so you touched on this, Bart, but this is sneaky big news. No one is having a better time of this thing right now than the Steelers are. Their next game this coming weekend, as we mentioned, will be against the rookie quarterback after the injury to Deshaun Watson. (laughs) Then they get, yeah, and, and by the way, Cleveland is working out Joe Flacco. Then they get Cincinnati. That could very easily wind up being Jake Browning. Then they get the Cardinals and Patriots. They might be the one seed. I mean, and three. They yeah. might Bailey Zappi. <laughs> they might be the one seed. Look at RC. I can't make thinking, this up. I, I keep thinking about Jesse Pinkman. He can't keep getting away with this. Like, yet, I, like look this at RC. That's all you want, RC. They'll get they'll get bur- bur- bounced in the first round. I don't know. I mean, they just find a way to do things. RC, talk to me about those Steelers. <laughs> he just wants you to know, dance. You know, sometimes, Greeny, it's about living right. You understand, Greeny? <laughs> it's about old man Rooney and what he meant to the NFL. Yes. Talking about the Rooney rule and the six championships. Sometimes yeah. <laughs> it works out for good people, Greeny. And That's Mike true. T's a good person. And Thank I'm not you. talking about Tannenbaum, who I also love. <laughs> but no, <I> was just <laughs> 
Now, you know what, though? Like, when you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, they have been outgained in every single game. And I know That's we're true. talking about sort of the quarterbacks that they'll be facing and some of the teams they'll be facing. We also have to remember, at least before the, it seemed that C.J. Stroud kind of got his feet up under him, what happened when they went to visit the Houston Texans. We have to remember that in playing the Cleveland Browns, it took a sack fumble by Alex Highsmith and a scoop and score from T.J. Watt to get that ball in the end zone and win that game. And so there's so much that has had to happen right for the Pittsburgh Steelers to be in this position. So they they don't get to just rest on the laurels of being 6-3 or the fact that they're playing backup quarterbacks or teams we don't deem as very good football teams because they actually aren't either. They don't use the middle of the field at all. They're a team that runs sideways until the last two weeks, and that depends totally on defensive playmakers. And so the Pittsburgh Steelers still need to lock in, still need to focus if they want to win. Because I could dance over here all I want, but I ain't got to play. And I also haven't been outgained for nine games. I'm also not a part of history that nobody wants to be a part of. And so this team still has a chance to be a playoff team. They should go on a four-game run. But to say that I'm confident and I'd bet money on it, ain't no way in hell. That's the critical piece. They have to lock in and focus. Who in the league is better at getting his team to lock in and focus week to week than the coach of the Steelers? And that's, I think, that, that's why we, can, <laughs> yeah. we, we continue to talk about this week after it's week. amazing. And credit this man, and he deserves every single bit of it because this is a deficient roster. He's a statue. And he's winning with it man, anyway. I, I, I think Roz makes a great a point. <laughs> Right, no, we use the verb cobbling, but let's put that into context. They don't turn the ball over. Yes. They don't beat themselves. And that sounds so simple, but we've already you know, had the autopsy of the Buffalo Bills who do exactly that. That's why they're so hard to beat. They should be 10. They're going to win 10 games. And you talk about, RC talks about them not working in the middle of the field. They're going to get fair move back. Yeah. They're going to get somebody that's going to camp out in the middle of the football field. Look, I'm going to say this. If the quarterback just plays a little bit better, Jalen Warren has emerged now as their better running yes, back, so yes. they can use Najee in a backup. They yep. can run the football. 50-50. George Pickens is going to make one play a game. Johnson. Maybe. If the quarterback just plays a little bit better, what I'm trying to say is not only do they – I don't think any – you were the one who said to me this morning in the meeting, you believe every team in the AFC playoffs will want to play them? Is that the team everyone want to play? Hell I don't yeah. know. Yes. This is a team I that you, if you find yourself in a game in the fourth quarter nah. with them, they always figure out how to win it. No, nah. hell no. They, they're not always. That. I mean, they're 6-3, and three, right? Oh, like, I understand that, that, but they got blown out in a lot of <laughs> right. those games. So, so, so yeah, look, I, I, I think <laughs> if you get, when you get to the playoffs, I, I think there's no more messing no. around. And, and unless, no. if they're the seventh seed and the two seeds quarterback is hurt, sure. No. But I, I just don't see that being. I, I if, if it's near the end of the season, just like, you know, our first year in 2009, right, the, 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 the Cincinnati Bengals rested their team because they wanted to match up against us in the playoffs. Yeah. Now, they got that ass kicked, and they probably <laughs> wish they hadn't did that. But if I'm a playoff team and it's coming to the end of the game and it's determining matchups and who I can, you know, face up, I'm going to want the Pittsburgh still. And look, yeah, for right, all kids the kids should appreciate that. But, you know, Greedy, I would say this, though, like, what, what Pittsburgh does do well is they do have some explosive players in George Pickens and hopefully Deontay Johnson, and they also have three quarterbacks, which nobody else in the AFC has. By the way, the Steelers, put the, put the picks up on the screen. The Steelers are underdogs in this game against a rookie quarterback. Well. Kiss of death. Kiss of death. I'm telling you right now. If everyone thinks something is going to happen yeah. in the NFL, it never I, I, does. I did it just because I don't want RC to have nice things, so I knew what I was doing. <laughs> 
We know he's got nice things. He's got a nice shirt on, <laughs> if nothing else. That much that's, we that's know. That's fresh off the runway. Hey, we got nice basketball coming your way tonight. The inaugural NBA in-season tournament continues. Doubleheader that'll include the big fella, Wimby, taking on the Kings tonight in the early game. Then Durant and the Suns taking on Utah. Coverage starts NBA Countdown 7 Eastern on ESPN. Coming up, Sunday is the season. Stefan speaks. But are we still buying what his brother is selling? Don't miss this next. Get up on ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Out of the backfield, turns a corner, and he is in for Cincinnati's go-ahead touchdown. Joe Burrow has now gone the blue medical tent. He showed like he was in pain after the touchdown pass, and he has been ruled out. Obviously, when you lose your starting quarterback, it's tough. It just didn't go away. Pocket collapsing, fires to the end zone. Touchdown, Rashad Bateman. Give us to the bus, and the bus rolls in. Touchdown, Ravens. And the Bengals will carry huge worries out of Baltimore with Joe Burrow missing the second half with a wrist injury. A brutal and potentially very consequential night last night in the AFC North. We're still awaiting word on an MRI for Joe Burrow. Meanwhile, Mark Andrews appears to be out for the season. And so here's where it all stands on the ESPN Bet app. Kansas City, the favorite to win their fourth AFC title in the last five years. Baltimore right behind them. You see the numbers, Miami, then a significant drop-off before we get to the Jaguars, the Bills, and the Bengals. Meanwhile... DraftKings Sportsbook Predictions brought to you by DraftKings. Let's play a game of more or less as we look ahead to Sunday. Bart, more or less 251 and a half passing yards for Dak Prescott against Carolina. Man, oh, more. Come on, man. Listen, we're going to get all hyped up on Dallas because they have three homecoming games. 
You know what I'm saying? And we're going to be all Jack my mom do. He's going to do what he always do. They're going to destroy <laughs> bad teams. I want to see what they do when they face somebody that can fight back. We <laughs> all jacked up on Mountain Dew. I don't know why, but just the way you said that, it tickled me. Uh, Tannenbaum, Shake more or less than 68 and a half rushing yards from Christian McCaffrey against Tampa. Way more. I covered their game last week. This guy is dynamic, not only just receiving, but running the ball. I think San Francisco is going to struggle throwing the ball down the field against Tampa. That's going to lead to more rushing opportunities. If that number was 100, I'd still say it was more. All right, and then, RC, let's go to Stephon Diggs. Bills, Jets, more or less 77.5 passing yards for Diggs. Get less. When you look at this Jets defense, it does a great job in the pass game, rushing the passer with four as well. And I expect Joe Brady to understand how important the run game could be to limiting turnovers and getting Josh Allen to be his best. So I'm going to say less for Stephon Diggs, and that may not make his brother Trayvon happy. Well, that's the point. It may not sit well with him. The Trayvon Diggs story, in my opinion, was greatly underplayed on every show this week, including this one. And I will tell you why. Trayvon Diggs, and we can put the tweets up, Trayvon Diggs tweeted during the game on Monday night, man, 14 got to get, get up out of there. Bear in mind, that's Trayvon talking about his brother, Stefan. That got completely forgotten the following morning here because they lost the game by having 12 men on the field. You were not going to spend a lot of time on a tweet. Then the following morning, uh, Trayvon tweeted again. Let's not forget, he, meaning Josh Allen, didn't start going off till bro got there. That would have set the world on fire. But 10 minutes later, they fi- literally 10 minutes later, they fired their offensive coordinator. So all this got completely overlooked. But at the end of the day, well, let's let you hear what Stefan had to say about it first and foremost yesterday. Here he was. I'm not responsible for how other people feel. Anybody in this room, for this matter, a reporter, a player, even my own brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love my brother. And the space that my brother's coming from is my family. You know what I'm saying? So... Uh, you want to know how he feels, you got to gotta take it up with him. I've never really said anything about being unhappy or um, in the instance of that. So when you draw a conclusion as to um, how I feel in my foreseeable future here, I've never said anything but, about, but, but I was a, uh, I'm a Buffalo Bill. I give it everything I got. Um, I'm a professional, and I treat this game as such. All right, we, we, we played that. You were laughing. Why are you laughing, Bart Scott? Like I said, I sang, I sang the song. It's written all over your face. You don't got to say a word. Listen, and let's stop it. You don't think uh, Diggs got the message from his brother uh, that his brother had put out a tweet? You don't think if he had something that he could say against that, he wouldn't call his brother and say, hey, man, chill out, bro. He doubled down the next day. And RC knows this. Our family knows our true feelings about our coaches, how we feel about our coaches, and how we feel about our damn teammates. (laughs) So the fact that his brother is a professional means that he can understand and internalize it on a totally different level. So he's speaking for his brother because his brother can't say it. So he's allowing him to say it for him. The reality is he's the window is closing there for the Buffalo Bills. They're becoming an older roster, and they got to try and hit the reset. But at 30 years old, Diggs don't want to stay there for the reset. They can't get out of the contract because he signed the restructure to get more money, and he's stuck there. So he got he to lay in that bed. He did the same thing in Minnesota when he saw that you know, he had an opportunity to go to a better place after they had a disheartening loss in the playoffs, and he's trying to do it again twice. He's trying to James Harden his thing. RC, go. Without the fat suit. 
Hey, you, Tom, I'm, I'm gonna be honest now. I understand this as a family member, right? Like there are things you can say to me and do to me, and I'll just cut you off, or I'll stop talking to you, or I'll put you in a little box. But you play with my family, and it's a different issue, right? If you out here talking bad to the kids, to 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 to, to my wife, and you telling people something that I don't really feel like hearing, then I gotta get after your keys. So you ain't finna talk about my mama. You ain't finna talk about my brother. You ain't finna talk about my daddy. So what Trayvon Diggs is doing is reminding you because when you read that tweet the next morning, what did you think? The next morning you was like, yeah, you know what? You right. Josh Allen really wasn't going off until Stefan Diggs got there. Like he was a guy we were talking about was all talent and couldn't really do it. Stefan Diggs got there and he was balling. And then you thinking about it during the game. You know what? They aren't using Stefan Diggs the way that Buffalo should be using Stefan Diggs, man. Maybe Stefan Diggs should be somewhere else, right? Because as a family, we tweet, we text, we talk, we have all these group chats. We understand the frustrations that are going on with other family members. We also know Stefan Diggs can't say it. And sometimes the frustration of your people are bigger than the frustrations of yourself because you feel like as self, I can get through this. You hate seeing loved ones go through it. You hate seeing loved ones deal with adversity. And he got Twitter. And his Twitter is important. So why not use it? And no, I agree. It doesn't mean that Stefan Diggs has to feel all these things publicly because Trayvon can feel them for him. And the question I always want to ask people is, but did he lie? Because he did. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, so Stefan is not sitting there saying that he doesn't feel these things. He's sitting there saying, I haven't said that. Right. right. And that's right. true. He hasn't said that. He has conducted him. No, right? Because like, he has, it's important to him that he can stand there and say, I've been a professional. I have not made waves. I have not caused problems in this building. I, oh. Whatever I say to my brother, right, right? Like, that's not, that, that's, that doesn't belong in this building. So, again, yes, I get it. Like, it, back in June, there was, the, there was the flare up with the mini camp. But, like, from, from Stefan Diggs' perspective, that got handled, right? And everything has been fine since. And yeah, you yell at each other on the sideline, but I mean, come on, you never did that, right? Like as a player, like that happens. So I think we're dealing with two different situations. One, I, Stefan Diggs, am here to make this work the best I can, right? And if it doesn't work, then you get to the end of the season, then I think maybe we're having a different conversation. Yeah, agree. To move that story forward, what I would say if I was the head coach or GM of Buffalo is like, Stefan, you're going nowhere. We're going to address your contract at the end of the season. We know there's a lot of money out there that's not guaranteed, but we've been really good together. We've won divisions. You and our quarterback really work well together. It may not be perfect, but we expect you to be here, and we're going to put our money where our mouth is. Bro's talking about, remember, he's not getting targeted like some of the other number right. ones within the system. And the problem is, last week, they lost and they weren't targeting him. You, know, you talk about Joe Brady, who nobody has confidence in Joe Brady. I mean, this dude's been everywhere. He hadn't been successful yeah. anyway. So basically, you're making Josh Allen the residential um, coordinator. And you talk about, oh, let's just hand the ball off. Did you see what happened the first play of the game? Like, are we confident that handing the ball off to the running back is going to work? This dude dribbled. He, he did a killer crossover <laughs> on the football field while he was running with the football. How many times have you seen the ball bounce up to somebody running full speed? That was quite rare. Go ahead, RC. There will be no Joe Brady slander while I'm around. <laughs> 2019, this man gifted yeah. me with the greatest gift of all yep. time. Yeah. I got to smoke cigars yes. on TV yeah. on Bourbon Street and because of Joe Brady. Soul there. So you he will sold his soul. He sold his soul to the voodoo doctor. He sold his soul, soul, soul to the witch doctor in New Orleans. He, did, he did. was a different Honestly, Joe though, B but, that was but, responsible but, for most of that. Remember this too, though. But let's let's hold this thought a second. Remember this though. Yeah. 
Okay, go ahead. Yeah, let, let's hold this. Let's, let's get to one important point here. Let's bring it back to Stefan Day. Yeah, sorry. Okay, Chris Carter once said to me, wide receivers only want to talk about two things, me and my money. And so <laughs> let's get to that. Stefan yeah. Diggs has so, how much guaranteed money next year? Uh, zero dollars. Zero dollars. Yeah, I will say but you tell me no, this well, isn't Trayvon. Hang on. Yeah. Nope. As of like the second or third day of the league year, his $18.5 million salary right. does become fully guaranteed. Right. So it's not like, I mean, they have to make a decision by March. And that cap hit is big. And if the they cap cut hit him. is So they big. can't cut him. So really he has a guarantee. But we could solve that problem going back to Chris Carter's point. And if I'm the Bills, I want to keep him and Josh Allen together. The offensive coordinator position, that's what we got to figure out. But when they've been together, they've won the division every year. Okay, but yeah. well, what have they done in the postseason? What are we trying to do? Is the standard beating the Jets and the Patriots? That's what we're talking about? It's about winning championships. And they brought Von Miller in to win a championship. And the problem is they got old overnight. Hyde is old. Poyer's old. Von Miller can't play like he used to. So now they got to go back to the drawing board, and he's 30-plus years old. But listen, as we put the picks up on the screen, RC, the point I'm trying to make is look not only at the fact that Trayvon Diggs is saying something, but look specifically at what he's saying. Yeah. That quarterback wasn't anything till my brother got there. Yep. He's not taking a shot at the organization. Mm -hmm. He's taking a shot at Josh Allen. That feels significant to me, RC. I mean, it feels significant, but it's the truth. And it doesn't have to be that that's a conversation between Stefan Diggs and Trayvon Diggs. This could be Trayvon Diggs from the outside as a professional, as a cornerback who understands this game, just talking about what he sees. He's only saying the same things we've always said. Every time there's a wide receiver that's picked up by another team, what do we say? Oh, man, A.J. Brown could have the same effect Stefan Diggs had on Josh Allen. Oh, man, this wide receiver could have the same – like, we say that every time now there's a huge trade of a wide receiver anywhere because that's where it started. That is the that is okay. the, the genesis of where this whole thought process came that you yeah. can go out and give $100 million to a wide receiver and he make a quarterback better. Tyreek Hill to a tongue of Aloha. Now, of course, absolutely, after the game, as close as those two dudes are when they're on off days, when I'm walking out of the stadium week one and Trayvon Diggs is walking in to see his brother on his off day, as close as those dudes are, every time I'm frustrated, I'm calling my brother. Every time but, I don't get the ball, man, he got to get me to rock. I'm being but, from calling my brother. But we do that with everybody. I talked about coaches. I talked about players. And then when we got in the building, it was one love because we had a job. Trayvon right. Diggs doesn't have to be a professional for the Buffalo Bills. So what Trayvon Diggs feels for his brother will come out. And it was the truth. But uh, I mean... I mean, duh, it's a codependent position, right? But, you're, but Stephon's assu assuming that he's the only person that Josh Allen could have ate with. It's a lot of receivers we could have been there and said that he was doing that. It's, you act like Stephon Diggs was eating with Zach Wilson or something like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not like he played with bum Stephon quarterbacks when he was in Minnesota. Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? Well, so, of course. The, let's not bring the ridiculous into this. I, like, I have to take a break on this thought. RC, I understand the point that you're making. Yeah. But the reality is, like, sometimes – it might be true, but that doesn't mean you have to say it. There's a reason that it got said. That's what I want to get to the bottom of. That's exactly right. Don't forget Andrew on DraftKings Sportsbook this season, new customers can bet $5 and pocket $150 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Download the app. Use the promo code GETUP when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown, is yours. Coming up, the game of the year. It's a Super Bowl rematch. 
Will it be Jalen? Will it be Patrick? We're going to get into all of the numbers as we continue. And then speaking of numbers, here we go. Mahomes and Hurts could easily wind up one and two in MVP voting again this year, as they did a year ago. So Graziano, what's the only tandem ever to finish top two in MVP voting in consecutive seasons? The answer is next. You know your tricks, Hembo. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. It's a Super Bowl rematch between the Eagles and Chiefs on Monday night you simply cannot miss. And Tuesday morning we'll be live telling you everything you need to know about how it went down. First at 8 a.m. Eastern, it's Get Up with me, Greeny, and my Tuesday team as we break down every angle. And then it's my turn as I face off with Shannon Sharp, and we'll debate who's the NFL's best team on first take. And it all wraps up with our buddy Pat McAfee on an Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. It's a Tuesday that you can't miss on ESPN beginning at 8 a.m. Eastern. It's going to be awesome. I mean, this is the game we've all been waiting for. Meanwhile... (laughs) Not crazy about the question. Well, look, not crazy. It's a, it's a, it's a desperate man. Right? Yeah. I mean, whenever Hembo needs a win, there's two places he goes that he knows I'm not going to do well: college football, or runner-up MVPs. Because who the hell remembers who finished runner-up in MVP voting? I'm with you. So anyway, it's impossible. Anyway, the, Brady the and quest- Manning is my guess. Or, I got nothing. The, the question is. Yeah. Was the only tandem to finish top two in MVP voting in consecutive seasons as Mahomes and Hurts could do? But before you put the answer up, if I told you it's much longer ago than Brady and Manning, much longer ago, like way longer ago, before you were born. Oh, that is long ago. Yes. Wait, wait, maybe it was that long ago. It's possible. Yes, it was a long time before you were born. Yeah. uh, It's a terrible question. Unitas and somebody. That's right. It's Unitas and Jim Brown. Oh, yeah, I got it right. No, it's Unitas and Jim Brown. It's a horrible question. Uh, Johnny Unitas and Jim Brown. That was before I was born, Hembo. I told him it was before you were born. It was 1964 and 1965. (laughs) That doesn't count. I do not want. I I decree that the. Getting one right for the first time in three months. Yeah, there's no way in the world. No, I, I, I mean, we're going to put the scoreboard up here, but I'm going to put this up under protest. That's fine. You I'm going to be like Jim Harbaugh going to court, talking to Judge this Judy. It's like the touchdown the Bengals scored in, with a minute left last night. I might have moved the, the number. The Ravens didn't care. 
right, one way or the other, that was a terrible question. We all agree. Let's cleanse our palate by talking about a great football game. All eyes looking ahead to Monday night Super Bowl rematch. So, Graziano, let's do who has the edge starting with you. Who has the edge at pass catcher, A.J. Brown or Travis Kelsey? Oh, uh, I would say Kelsey because I think the um, I think the Chiefs defense will do a better job on A.J. Brown than the Eagles defense will do on Kelsey. So most weeks I might give this to A.J. Brown, but the Kansas City defense has been real tough on opposing passing games and wide receivers. Bart, let me come to you on the edge on defense. Eagles or Chiefs? I'm going to go with the Eagles defense. I know they struggled on the back end, but I think they get right and have a good plan. And they're going to be playing a little bit more, more motivation because they lost to the Super Bowl. So usually the rematch usually goes to the team that lost in the Super Bowl. And then finally, R.C., the impossible question. Who has the edge at quarterback? It's not the impossible question. Until Patrick Mahomes is dead and gone, it's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> now, I understand other things play into this game. And also, you think about the way Kansas City's defense has been playing this year against the pass as opposed to the Philadelphia Eagles. But if you ask me this question and you include any other name until I'm done doing this job, it's Patrick Mahomes. I, I, look, that's fair. Mahomes is the best quarterback maybe that we've ever seen. For the record, I thought Jalen Hurts was the best quarterback on the field in the Super Bowl last year. I thought he played as well as any player in, in the entire game, and we'll see if he's able to do that. A big question Mahomes is his has name. two trophies to say otherwise. Un- understood. <clears throat> uh, no, no one is suggesting he's not the best. I'm just saying, right. Hurts, what is the story with his knee? Because oh. he just hasn't been himself. Yeah, I, I, think he's, I think he's better, right? Like, he was at practice yesterday without a sleeve on the leg, which he had been wearing a sleeve in practice and possibly in games. So, yeah, I, I think that bye week did him some good. It's important to know that while his knee has been bothering him, it has not cost him any practice time, it has not cost him any game time, and it does not seem to have affected his performance in any way that has hindered the Eagles from winning. So it's important to note that. But all of that said, if he feels better than he did two weeks ago, that can only be a positive, and it seems like he does. Look, it's a monster game. Let's put the picks up on the screen and get to it. RC has the Eagles winning. Give us a quick take on why, Ryan. Why do the Eagles win this game? You know what, I think the Eagles find a way. If you look at Jalen Hurts and who he's been against teams that were over 500, we're talking about a guy with 12 consecutive wins. I agree, he was the better quarterback in the Super Bowl, and I think that this team just rises to the occasion. Also, offensively, if they don't find a number two for Kansas City, then you have an issue. They're trying to find guys to be role players. There's no one that can step up and be the man outside of Travis Kelsey. I believe that catches up to them this week, and the Eagles run game with DeAndre Swift Swift leads to play action pass down the field. I saw that stat about 12 straight wins against teams with winning records. There's a big loss that's omitted from that streak, right? <laughs> like a, the Super Bowl doesn't have a regular season stat. They lost that game. Tannenbaum, why do you like KC? Other side of the ball, there's a rising star, Trent McDuffie. His physicality, I think he could actually match up with A.J. Brown the way very few corners can. He made that huge play in Germany against Tyreek Hill, and very few people can cover A.J. Brown man-to-man. This guy right here, number 22, can. Martin oh, okay, looks skeptical. Okay, if Tyreek Hill is a pit bull, then A.J. Brown is a Kane Corso, a bigger version of a pit bull. So it's different when you talk about the physicality that A.J. Brown brings opposed to Tyreek Hill, who's more speed. It doesn't matter. The 50-50 balls, you have an MVP candidate on the other side of, of, of Patrick Mahomes and A.J. Brown. Okay, and, and finally, the bottom line of it is we are all overlooking the most important factor <laughs> in this go. game. 
and I'm not talking about Taylor Swift. I know you all think oh. we're going to talk about I'm not talking about Taylor Swift. I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes and his lucky underwear. Listen. Oh. <laughs> They'll still be worn as long as we're winning, so I'll, I'll make sure to clean them. And I don't wear them in the games. I just wear them to the games, so they're not that bad. But uh, hopefully we still keep winning games. I can wear them for 20-plus years. 20-plus years. RC, you're gonna need this. lucky underwear. What, how we, we, do we have those superstitions? He, yeah. No, he's going to rub the booty out of those draws. Like, he got to stop it, man. Patrick is well, too good. It ain't, his, it ain't his draws that's making him a great player. He got to stop that. Did you know have, and two, he'd probably be going to the game with bubble guts. You know how that could be, Bart. You eat the pregame meal. Now you're going to the game with bubble guts. That's 20 years. That's 20 years of bubble guts. They're gonna need some Andino ointment. Make sure he don't get no no rashes in between them legs. But if he's only wearing it to the game, I mean, you're talking about wearing it. No, but you got to He's wearing it when he go back home. Like 20 minutes a day. He got a backup pair. Yeah, I'm sure he does. <laughs> Did you have any crazy superstition? No, but Dion used to lay his entire uniform out, including the neck, the, the headband that he with puts the shoes. around his throat. Yeah. And he just laid like Dion, like a dead body without a soul in it. Well, I got 10 <laughs> seconds. Bill Parcells. Yeah, one year we had a great uh, run. He went to the dentist. He kept going to the same dentist every Thursday, despite not needing any dental work. But hey, got us to the AFC Championship. Went to the dentist seven Thursdays in a row. Bill Parcells. Football players, a little different. First day coming up next. Are the Bengals done? Should Diggs want out of Buffalo? Stephen A., R.C., Bart, and more. Top of the hour on ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We ain't hiding no more. Y'all seen the beauty? We're just elevating. It's a fun ride sometimes, but sometimes it goes off the rails. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Dumpster fire. <laughs> Lord. Bruh. Oh, this is freaking ridiculous. Ugh. We're still doing the show here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we ordered up Graziano with extra snark today. And then we got Gumby sitting in the middle. <laughs> well, I tell you, boy, black on black crime. <laughs> We're making TV here. <laughs> Snoop and Sal, that should be a get up segment. No, 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 no. No. Who's hungry? This is a electric. Look at the physicality. Ah, get some. Get some. Bam. I just want to get in on this great mud thing. Let me no. get in, Jake Will. I ain't having it. That was not what I saw happening here. That's, a, that, that's not. <laughs> Mama. Call for you, Mama. I'm going to talk about the NBA. We're going to check with Greeny before we do these things. Smash the losing team. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, you got me? Well, you better bring it, then. Oh! How long do they work on that? Oh, uh, weeks. Yeah. <laughs> no, they they were already one. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy all the football. We will see you back in Better Than Ever Monday. First take starts now. Come on.